three, two, one. Live from Long Island, New York. Hi, Agnes. It's uh, it's Love, Death, and Taxes. Another great episode. I think that you are going to really enjoy this, people. Hi, Agnes. How are you doing? What's going on? Happy Friday. How are you doing? That's right. That's right. It's another happy Friday. I'm doing well. Okay, we're 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 all right. Next week is Thanksgiving, right? We're looking yes. forward to. Uh, we're still in small business season. We're looking forward to uh, Black Friday from from a marketing perspective, right? Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday. It is crammed. It's a lot of work. Um, and everybody's going to hang out with family, I guess, this week, next week. Is that what you're no, doing? I, let me let me ask you: Are you going shopping for Black Friday? You're going to stand there by midnight, be at the store's door, <laughs> buying a vacuum or something? I'm going to be looking at everybody's websites and making sure that they work and that everything sells and that things aren't falling off, that the emails go out on time, that everything is supposed to be happening. So for this next week, that is my job. My job is to make sure that people have an offer, that they are making more offers because that's how you make more yeah. money. Uh, and then putting something out there so that people see it and they know that you're, and they can find it and, and actually take your money right that's the thing everybody's like i want to be on the internet i want to make a lot of money but half the time they don't have a product or service to sell and this, the other time is they haven't made it easy for people to give you their money right that doesn't make any sense you got to be able to give them their money but yeah uh today's topic is wild um this is not even something i knew about um well, until I started talking to you, right, about tax resolutions and that sort of thing. We're going to be talking about a common tax liability scenario, specifically how you can get <laughs> relief from uh, innocent spouse tax relief, right? That's what we're talking relief about. Relief or a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Well, so as soon as we come back, that's what we'll be talking about, ladies and gents. Again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Love, Death, and Taxes. Our topic today is going to be uh, the innocent spouse tax relief. Could it save your family? And, and I assume when we say save your family, we're talking about, yes, financially, but also could it actually help you, you know, save yourself? Because, you know, if you're in a situation where your spouse is really upset about some money decisions you make, you are really up, up uh, that wrong creek without a paddle yes it, it can save you it can save you for the future you know mm -hmm. when you can can uh um just get rid of the debt and the spouse who is <laughs> creating problems okay wow you know, it's just being, being straightforward you know it's you not know, meant different situations i i experienced different situations so okay okay so uh let's talk about that why what is the problem for just give me an example of someone 
who has found themselves in this tax liability scenario? Like what situation would require someone to step away from their spouse in order to resolve their tax problems? Well, um, so let me let me give you an, a scenario. Okay. We're having a, a married couple okay. and uh, both of them are working. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's say um, the wife is working uh, on, for employer for someone and bringing W-2, meaning her taxes are being deducted straight from the paycheck. And right. at the end of the of the year, she's practically up to date with everything, right? Good. And the husband uh, is self-employed, having his own business. Mm -hmm. And um, if for whatever reason, his taxes are not up to date. So right. now they're filing together, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, at the end, well, when you have uh, the end result of taxes is they own taxes, they own money. They're going to owe money, yes. Right. Owe money because one of the spouses didn't pay their share, right? Didn't file and didn't pay, right. Yeah, so they're the filing and uh, there is, you know, surprise, you own the money. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> usually in a situation like this, um, you know, the, there's, uh, it, depending, either if he's, let's say he's not going to pay it. Right. In a situation like this, when it happens one year, usually the second, the third, the fourth year is following, and they, you know, they filing together, but they continue owning money. Okay. So uh, when IRS start knocking to their door and uh, putting lien on their bank accounts and a lien uh, against the house, uh, then one of the spouses that the guilty party has to have a nice conversation with the other spouse like listen this is what's going on so now um both parties have uh lean on their credit report showing um they cannot use their bank accounts because there's a lien on the bank accounts on you know some married couples um have joint account and they have their own accounts well, in right. that situation, all of the accounts are being right. lean on. And uh, it's a lot of problems because right. at this point you have, you know, you have no money. You have no money right. to pay your bills. You have no money to pay your mortgage. You have no money to send your kids to school, do whatever the things that you need to yes. do as a family. And it's only because one particular person is in the trouble and the other one is not. So now everything is getting you know, balled up into one. And I, and when that happens, I would assume then that means, yeah, it basically means nothing can be done. You're really going to be in trouble. Now, you said- well, There, there are things that can be done. That's the whole point. Right. There are things right. that can be done. Now, right. if they uh, continue living together and, um, you know, they, they stay married and, and they have to tackle them, you know, they have to tackle this problem together. Okay. But- uh, for example, there are certain circumstances. Let's say, um, I, I I had a I had a scenario where um, they divorced. They they were separated. They were going for divorce. Right. So the wife filed. I help her filing file uh, innocent spouse uh, relief right. for, for innocent spouse relief, mm -hmm. and because at that point she had no idea 
that was going on. Right, right. Um, husband was in charge of the taxes. He didn't tell her that they own money. She had no idea that was going on okay. until she yeah. could not touch her bank account. Okay. So there are certain circumstances where, um, you know, people don't talk to each other. Uh, people hiding things from each other. Um, when uh, there is uh, there is a divorce, um, then uh, the other party, you know, they're, they're separated. They they live two different lives, right? They have their own lives, and uh, then you cannot move on because you still have the baggage from your ex. Right. right. You know that's that that's a lot. That's a lot yes. to deal with. So um, and the, also there there's a situation that I'm facing right now. There's a young widow. Um, her husband passed. She's there with um, five of her young children, and she's facing quite quite large uh, tax bill because they were filing together. And her husband didn't tell her that he was not paying his taxes for the last God knows how many years. Whoa. So she's really in a in a deep trouble. Right. So she's so, in trouble. So, so the reason why this generally happens is because one person is not paying the taxes that they would normally be paying, um, yeah. and they are. It is it is usually like accumulated, and so because of this, they're coming after you with the liens. They're coming after you with enforcement. Does that mean we're sending people to jail? Is that also one of the reasons why you're saying, okay, I want to be. Innocent, because the word innocent, like right away. <laughs> oh, innocent, innocent, because um, the, the innocent party is the party that is paying their taxes. Right. So they are not contributing to a problem. That's why they're okay. innocent. The guilty party, whether you're innocent or guilty, the guilty right. party is the one that uh, create the bill, create the no. problem. Now, let me ask you this. If neither one of them were paying, say it's a family business and that's what the, both of them work in, and the person who hasn't been paying the taxes because that person is also in charge of financials of the family business, would that also allow you to be separate and say, okay, that's the person who hasn't been paying the taxes, even though both of them work in the same business, uh, is is still are someone still being allowed to be say i'm innocent well uh it, depending okay really okay. depending what position that that yeah, innocent yeah. party is in yeah, yeah. because if um there are different situations yeah. if uh there is a married couple um to get running the business together and they are mm -hmm. both uh signers on the account Ah, okay, so okay. they should have seen that they should have responsibilities. Okay. So you cannot uh, exactly say, like, I'm here just for the benefits. Yeah, well, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many marriages are exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, it, it, it doesn't exactly work this way. So. Uh, okay, so, so we understand. We got a general idea of how this could happen. Now, how does someone qualify with the IRS to actually get this and step away? I, I assume one of the first things you could do is let's get a divorce and be separate apart from it right away. But, or how else? It doesn't exactly have to be a divorce. 
you know, no, uh, like, or although, although, would you want to be with a person who is creating problems for you? Well, I'm not, did, I'm not did they saying, do it on yeah, I'm trying to hope I'm you're giving the person the, 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 the <laughs> benefit, benefit of the doubt, the doubt. screwed it up, right? I've actually heard of a situation where someone, uh, even though. Uh, the, the filing, the number that they put on their tax uh, report to their employer was way higher than the number of people in the household. In other words, there were maybe two or three people who had left the home already at their children, but they still continued to claim for those people. So, so little was coming out of the person's uh, paycheck that at the end of the year, the government was saying, what happened? Where's our money? <laughs> These people are- the deductions. They did it. They claimed, exactly. They claimed too many dependents, bottom line. And because of they claimed too that many- That happens quite often. That yeah, happens yeah. quite often. This is not a crime per se, but yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to catch up with you at the end of the year. Right. And is that a situation wherein two people could also have this innocent spouse? Um, no. Not really? no, no, that's no, a problem. No, that's no, something no, else. No, that's no. okay. Okay. No, that, Fair that's right. not going to qualify. We're talking like really, you know, we're going for pure innocence. Okay. Like why? And you have to explain that it, every case varies. Yes. In, okay. this, in this particular, this is not a cookie cutter situation. No. Every single uh, situation varies. You have to prove if that you didn't know that was going on. You okay. didn't. You have to prove that you didn't have access to the funds to pay it. You know, or um, in a, a situation as um, separation or um, illness that prevents you from being aware of the situation of what was going on <coughs> excuse me okay. that's well that will um help you in in to proving that it was not your fault okay so those are the ways you can qualify you basically have to prove you didn't have access to the funds prove that you weren't really the person who was handling the book what else are there anything else that qualifies someone for for this particular kind of tax. You have to prove that you paid your own taxes, that you took responsibilities for your own taxes. Okay. But then um, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't work as as when there's uh people coming uh, come together, filing together, mm -hmm. doing everything together, and then say, Oh, it, it's not me, it's him. When you right. file together, you are automatically responsible for yeah, everything that it comes. Right, right, right. So we have to be responsible for our actions as well. If you're filing yes. together with a spouse, that's what is happening. You are responsible for his or hers um, share of the taxes. Now, my um, advice to my clients who are self-employed yes. always is do not file together with your spouse. File married, filing separate. Exactly. Because with the business, you never know what's going to happen. There are right. always there are always some things here and there that might something mm -hmm. might go wrong. God forbid, you know. I wish everyone to have very successful businesses, but business is business. Sometimes. There are ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. And so, sometimes you can go for a certain amount of time 
and be in the red. And then all of a sudden, fine, it's in the black, but you can go from year to year. I mean, you see, you see big businesses all the time saying, Hey, we posted a loss this year. Yeah. Some of them have been operating at a loss for many, many, many years. It's very interesting to see, you know, but they, some of them are too big to fail. So they have to keep on doing what they're doing. Let me ask you something. Innocent spouse relief is one thing, but there's another term, injured spouse relief. What does that mean? What is the difference between innocent tax relief and injured tax relief? Well, um, you're filing together with your partner or with your mm-hmm. wife, right? Okay. Right. She's supposed to receive a nice refund mm-hmm. where you own a lot of money. So guess what happens to her refund? Gets snatched up. Right. So she gets injured. Okay. So she gets an injured spouse. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. Very well. You would think that the government would see it as, okay, you're not doing well. You're not doing well. But I guess, listen, this is an interest. This has an interesting (laughs) conversation that we're having specifically because 70 years ago, 60 years ago, maybe even 50 years ago in the 1970s, the majority of households only had one uh, person who was making money. But now if you've got two people in the home making money, which is generally the case nowadays, uh, that's when this situation might come up. Do you have any, any idea about the history of innocent spouse tax relief as a as a um as a defense well it's not that popular yeah it's it doesn't happen that often because it really has to be special circumstances and i saw i was successful with my clients in the cases of divorced couples Mm -hmm. let's not forget that doesn't mean that you file taxes this year and few months later, IRS will go and, and after mm-hmm. you and you find out what's going on, usually the liens are coming three, four, five yeah. years later, yeah. uh, depending, well, let's say in the case of divorce or separation, um, the guilty party, let's call them, mm-hmm. uh, it's not exactly talking to the spouse saying, oh, listen, I have problems. There's not too many. Although I have one client that the wife is helping him constantly with <laughs> financially. So I admire them, how they how they're wonderful, they, they're working together. But mm-hmm. uh, usually that's not as happening. So th- there is no knowledge. The innocent party will have no knowledge of their ex-spouse's problems, especially business right. problems, right. if the they were not involved prior to that. So why would, how would they know? Right, right. You know, That's how would they know? So uh, then you go into the bank and there's, oops, there, you cannot take money for groceries because your bank, your ex, there's, a lien, there's a lien on your account. Yes. Right. Or they, you know, trying to sell the house or... You just, you know, living, you're paying your mortgage and suddenly, oh, there is a 120,000 lien on your house because yeah. your eggs didn't pay the taxes. Yes, a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. so, so things happen. Things happen. Unfortunately, things happen. And again, um, to avoid any problems, to protect your family, to protect, because when you are living nicely, you have nice family, 
at least one of the spouses should have a good credit score, right? right. Okay. So protect yourself with liens that 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 score will go down. So yeah. if you are self-employed, protect mm -hmm. your family, protect your spouse. Don't file together. Don't file joint. Okay, so that's what your, your major piece of advice is definitely file separately if you are a business owner married to someone who is, or regardless, if both of you have businesses, do the same thing, right? If you have Absolutely. both have businesses, or, right? only if you are, say, working with, um, both of you are working with a company or your employees, should you file together? Yes. That's what you're saying. Otherwise, it's very interesting you say this because I've, I've actually had a couple of situations where um, if it weren't for the business, the, uh, the, the, the return, the tax return would have been so much lower. Like literally they would have had to pay taxes. So yeah, the balance is, it, it is what it is, but I get what you're saying. So now I'm gonna switch just for a little bit to the relationship side. This is an issue with couples, man. Money is almost always an issue. Yeah. After you've done this innocent spouse tax relief with a family, you've done all the, the negotiating uh, and, and you are apparently like one of the greatest negotiators because I hear you get things down from millions of dollars down to like tens of thousands, right? So for you to be able to do that and, and have that happen, but I can't imagine being married to my wife. It's just like, you owe a million what? And then, and then luckily, luckily, after she has that heart attack, after she freaks out, after she throws me outside, I live, I live on the street. Under the bridge. Her bridge like a troll for several months. And I, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm so sorry. If you are going through this, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to make the show Show me how sorry you are. <laughs> I get it. I do. I, I really do. Uh, but what I'm saying is uh, after that happens, actually, actually you you employ an innocent tax false relief situation. What generally happens to the relationships after? I mean, are, 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 I mean if you had 10 clients who do this, this is not funny. Magnus, then you're getting it. relief from uh, hundreds of thousands and a um, couple of hundred pounds. <laughs> and a couple hundred pounds too. <laughs> All right, so that's generally what happens. So people people get divorced after there, this, this happens. Look, it's not not everyone, not everyone. Okay. Some right, people so can, you know, but but then uh, I would I would think that people will be mm -hmm. smarter and right. keep their finances separate. Yeah, afterwards. You know? Because again, I'm not saying that every every relationship fails you know in the situations like this but you have to be smarter you have to be smarter about your finances about how you're leading your life and protect your family there is also another okay, um uh, there's another um relief innocence relief uh let's say uh you have a partnership 
when you have partnership and um, you coming into the company and a company owns a lot of money, let's say from the now year of uh, 2010 and at 2020, you joining company, you becoming a partner. Okay. So of course, automatically you are assuming responsibilities for all the 10 years of outstanding taxes. So oh there is a possibility as well to file um, uh, a relief uh, for that you're not responsible for the prior, that the 10 years you are responsible from the date that okay. you're coming on board. And then okay. again, there's a lot of paperwork involved, but there are possibilities like that as well. Okay, so I had to ask, what is the process like? Is this a long process? It, you know, you have to do a lot of paperwork and filing for this. Huh? Well, um, it used to take from three to four months. It used to. Now it's much longer. Oh. Much longer with everything. Because um, internal revenue is understaffed. Oh. Now they are not, uh, you know, not only uh, internal revenue, also New York State. Uh, so um, now waiting period for an answer, it's much, much greater than before. Now I'm receiving two or three letters saying, um, please allow us 90 to 120 days to give you an answer. And after 90 to 120 days, I'm receiving another letter, please allow us 90 to 120 uh, days answer. And then I'm receiving a third letter. You know, it's, it's, um, it's tough. It's tough. Each case right now, it's prolonging instead of taking four to six months, it's taking a year and a half to two years sometimes. In the meantime, are you able to get those liens removed? Are you able to get those people's, um, their, their uh, uh, you know, the little relief from the phone calls and the calling and all of that? The collection, the collection process is on hold until resolution is achieved, but the liens are stay. stay. The liens so, are stay. So what would happen? Would someone have to be using an account under a different person's name? They oh, have no, 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 no. The lien, the usually lien will stay for three weeks. Okay. And after that is being lifted. If okay. you do nothing, the lien may be refiled at any point of time. Okay. When the collection is stopped, the lien is not being refiled, so you can use your account. Okay. okay. Now we can we will talk about uh, bank liens and everything else in a, in another episode, which is the quite right. interesting subject. <laughs> so to know exactly what takes place how much and and how long and and how, what is the process but when with links like that any at any point in time when you are in collection but you are starting to working to resolve your situation right. the collection is put on hold okay okay that's so that's ladies and gentlemen if you are looking for someone to deal with that this is clearly this is the person to talk to like so wow not only does she understand it from a standpoint of here's what to do if one of you has this problem and the other one doesn't um, here's what to do as far as qualifying for that right um and then here's what to do if you're injured versus if you're innocent right um 
uh, protecting your family, this is a major. So, so if someone's looking right, we're, we're in this problem. I have a problem. I'm married, and I know it's now affecting everybody in my family. I call you first, right? That's what I'm doing. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying to myself, this, this is madness. Like, this is not an easy thing to deal with at all. In fact, um, ladies and gents, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, make this a nice, short, easy one today this week. Um, and if you are looking for someone to assist you with that, you're going to go to nytaxresolutions.com because that is Agnes's site, right? Um, and she is also the sponsor of Love, Death, and Taxes. And I want you to know that if you want to send us an email, you can also send that to mailbag at lovedeathandtaxes.com. If you liked this particular conversation, you want us to continue with it, or you are looking to have us talk about something specific that is bothering you, I don't know, maybe you have a love problem, maybe you've got a death problem, or maybe you have a specific tax problem like this one, which would also cause, this particular problem could cause both a love problem and a death problem. <laughs> what, to do, what to do with uh, a responsible spouse, your financially responsible spouse? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I think that's part of the reason why we have all this stuff together too, because they they're so intertwined. These are not things that you can escape. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's fascinating. But yeah, okay. So if they are looking, if you are having this problem, or you know of someone, maybe you've got a sister who is in a marriage that's uh, weird, or or you you know of someone who's having an issue. Uh, this is the professional you can just reach out to at nytaxresolutions.com because she owns a company called uh, Tax Resolutions Bookkeeping LLC and can manage this kind of situation. Become the in-between between you and these tax liens and or the IRS, right? Slow that down. Oh man, this was a this is this is a hairy one. Like you could talk about <laughs> it for a little while, but you kind of don't. I can just imagine the 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 issues someone would be going through, and like really not want to talk about this and and want to leave it alone. And that's the thing. That's really what happens, isn't it? Isn't a yes. communication problem between spouses that causes this in general? Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of times, that's exactly what the situation is, and um, we majority of relationships, you will come in into relationship and have a kind of assigned duties. One takes care of this, one takes care of that, right. um, and uh, as a business owner, you know you don't exactly feel sometimes as discussing everything with with um with your spouse or your partner uh some things are difficult to to uh discuss some you just think you can handle it on your own majority of the times a person thinks it's okay i'm not gonna worry it. my wife or my husband i'm going to yeah. handle this on my own right. and then while you're trying to help yourself, you're creating a bigger problem because you can lose a lot more than a couple thousand dollars, a couple hundred dollars, or a business. You can lose your family. You can lose your home. You can lose your family. You can yes. lose. You can lose the ability to do business if you are a person who has a green card. Send you home. Actually, I know of a client 
who was telling me about another person who was their client who says that person cannot travel because there are liens against them for different reasons. It wasn't for taxes, but it was liens from the government, from, from the state the state government that basically was like, hey, you can't go anywhere because you owe us $20,000. So that person's passport would have been seized on the way out of the country. Well, the state would not grab your passport. IRS can. IRS if, if you own over $50,000, 50 or above, IRS will uh, put hold on, you know, on your I'm passport. Trying not to, I'm trying not to say the person's business, but I would no, assume no, no. <laughs> I, I had I had a client where yeah. actually they filed together because one of the spouses it was um applying for a green card that they got married and they were applying for a green card. Okay. So automatically the person and the sponsor, you know, one of the spouses, they had to apply together and uh the person who was brand new to this country definitely didn't know anything about the business or um, definitely that was not involved in the business of uh, right. of the other spouse. Right. And uh, that created a lot of problems and the marriage fell apart because of that. So can, can you imagine, welcome to America, you have to pay $180,000. You got to know who you're getting married to. You always tell us that. You always tell us that. So, you know, that way, thank you very much for your green card. I'm going back home and you <laughs> pay your own 180000 <laughs> You handle it to do yourself. Huh? Or, I mean, sometimes that's the price you pay. <laughs> I'm not trying to make a joke about it. <laughs> I, I don't think if no, I would say no, thank you. <laughs> it's not the price I want to pay. All right, no. Linda Ditch, I want to thank you so very much. We've gone over because we're enjoying the conversation at this point. <laughs> but I got to tell you, this is a rough one. I, 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 I mean, it touches a few different things. But yeah, this is a rough one. And hopefully, I guess the answer is it can save your family home, maybe your family finances, but. Only you and the communication that you have between you and your spouse and whatever, that's how it's going to save your family. That would probably be the only thing. Yes. Like you got to come clean and communicate and get this stuff done, you know, be accountable for the issues that you guys have got and make sure that happens. Listen to me sounding all sensible, like the sensible one. You're the sensible one. What am I doing? <laughs> all right Agnes uh, it's good to talk to you uh, I, I, I see you soon actually we're yes. going to be working on something yes. this weekend and uh, you guys have a great evening um, next week is Thanksgiving uh, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know we'll, we'll see if we do a show maybe maybe not we'll figure it out but uh, I'll talk to you guys soon uh, thank you so much you have anything else to say before we go um you good communicate communication is the key yeah is the key it is It'll keep you out of trouble yeah. all right guys okay. ladies and gentlemen thank you so very much have a good night you too bye